Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Beneath the palace, in the royal family's private vault, Vale finds themselves in an unexpected position. With Richard Landon dead and no one to assist him, King Aldabas has made his wish from Huracan. The exchange, as he called it, is meant to transfer souls between those with paired control implants. Vale, not fully understanding the situation, attempted to pry the control implant from the king's good hand. The king set Huracan aside for himself, leaving other elementals for the rest of the royal family. However, due to your earlier actions in the cells, there are no others making this exchange. As King Aldabas makes this wish, the souls of both he and Vale attempt to trade places with Huracan's soul. Vale, you find yourself alone with the king, in a place unlike any other you've been. Almost. It's similar to what you experienced passing from the Grayscape to Corm's realm, but not quite. You and the king stand several paces apart. His form is slightly ethereal. His face and good arm appear solid, but the rest of him is wispy and translucent. Your form, however, appears much more stable. As for Darwin, Iolana, Aranus, Samudio, Carolina, and Sir Carl, you are faced with a much different scene. Vale, Huracan, and King Aldabas remain motionless. Panicked noises escalate on the other side of a larger door, while a cool silence radiates behind a smaller one on the other side of the room. The king has made his move. Your lives, and the future of Sarakar, hang in the balance. Continuing from the king's wish, Aranus, you would be the next to act. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to heal people. <laughs> All right. Who are you healing? Hang on a second. Let me read this. <laughs> Let me read this spell and just... Okay. So what I want to do, um, there's no like limit to the number of people that I can do this on. I'm going to cast Mass Cure Wounds. Okay. Um, so basically what I want to do is get, just to remind myself, um, 
Chris, did Vale take a lot of damage? Three points total. Of damage. Yes. You're fine then. Um, basically, I want to like center it on a point where I can kind of get like everybody in our party, but like not the king or Huracan. Does that make sense? Does yeah. it hit everybody in range or do you get to pick and choose? It It'll hit everybody in range of a thing that I choose. So I can't like pick and choose. So you get to pick uh, the location and within that yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a um it's a thirty foot radius sphere centered on a point I choose. Mm-hmm. Which okay. I'm assuming that if I like it's this is a small space as far as I can tell. And it, it is pretty small. Like you basically like, casting it against the wall. Yeah, I don't that's fine. <laughs> Are you the version of the spell I'm reading right now says choose up to six creatures in a 30 foot radius sphere. Is that not appearing in yours? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it does say choose up to six creatures. I totally missed that part of the sentence. Okay. Um, duh. So um, I can, yes, I can pick and choose. So okay. people in our party, not other people, which means that I guess Vale's going to get some healing. Well, Vale's body vale probably wouldn't um, mind. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, uh, there's not, yeah, there's no reason to not just, like, bump you, top you mm-hmm. off, because mm-hmm. there's no reason to not do that. Because um, there's Sir six Carl of us. Carl and Sam are still fully healthy, so you don't have to worry about them. Mostly it's me and Darwin that I'm worried about, and I know mm-hmm. that Carolina took damage, so, like... Oh, yeah, she did. She's still a little low. Cool. Go ahead and roll it out. How is it that I only have two D8s? With my... No idea. I should have... Oh, here. I'll look for them later. I only need three. Okay. Ooh, it's 20 hit points Whoa. that everybody gets back. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. That seems way better than last time you cast this spell. Well, it's three D8s. I just have to roll decently. I rolled fives on all the D8s. <laughs> nice. Nice. So I just have to roll over. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Arnis. <laughs> yep. I uh, I can't do that one again, but I can still heal a I don't want to tell bunch. you what, uh, what Eolan is currently at. Is it because it's very low it or bad? very high? It's 20 over her max. She can't go. You can't do that. Oh, she did a thing. Oh, she had 10 Yeah. She's taking zero damage. She was invisible the whole time. Oh, yeah. that's... And a crab tried a few times to pinch, pinch, but but no, no. No pinch. So sad. No pinch, no pinch, no pinch. Okay, cool. Arnis weaves some healing magic throughout the room, and everybody gets a nice little boost to their health. Anything else, Arnis? Um, no. I just wanted to make sure that we were healthy, since I can hear noise outside the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to make sure we weren't, like, you know, dead already mm-hmm. <laughs> before anyone came in. Oh, I'll fix that for you real quick. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> After Arnis, we have Sir Carl and Sam, both of whom will turn to the rest of you for direction. Yes. Sir Carl and Sam. We'll turn to Darvin, Arnis, Ilana. Not really sure what's going on, but looking to help out however they might see. I think Sam will speak. I'm not sure what the heck's going on down here, but uh, something tells me this is not good. Well, well spotted. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it's Darvin's turn. What do you want to do, buddy? I want to... I kind of want to fortify, like position myself where I think they're most likely to attack, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Well, where do you imagine the danger's coming from? Probably whichever side worst noise is coming from. Yeah. There's a bigger door 
that has uh, some noise coming from it. All right. That sounds more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then could I, I don't know, prep a... No, never mind. I just want to stand there, I think. I was going to say, you can definitely prep an attack for the first person to come through that door. <laughs> yeah, actually, that is a good idea. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. And if it's no one, well, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm working on helping you out there, buddy. In fact, because Vale is next, let's just go ahead and set that up right now. Because uh, Vale may have a little bit more of an interesting time. and We may need to talk about some mechanical things for a minute. So, Darwin, Arnis, Iolana, from the other side of this huge door, you hear the panic growing. And then you hear a voice, definitely muffled by the door. There's an echoing bang on the door as this voice calls into the room. Your majesty, your majesty, we got alert that somebody entered into the vault. We checked out your room and I don't even know what's going on there. There are dead fish. There are dead bodies. There's water everywhere. And you, I presume, are in here. Is Richard with you? Are you okay? Would anybody like to respond? Mm. Yes, please. Hang on. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. Oh, yeah. This has your name written on it. I was just trying to see if I had anything that would, like, help me with this, but I don't. So, um, I just have to kind of... <laughs> no, no disguise voice spell? No. I also don't have that lovely thing that, like, rogues do where you can, like, mimic something. Stirability. Mm. So instead, I'm just going to have to rely on my wits. Um... <laughs> Oh no. Um, in my DC on this is going to be so fucking high and I don't care. I'm going to try it anyway because I've got nothing else. <laughs> um, in the like best imitation of the king that I can muster, having heard him give that speechy speech and talked more sense, um, I am going to say out to the guard because the guard just asked, are you okay or are you in here? Which he asked. Uh, he's pre- the guard is presuming that the king's in here. Okay. So obviously knows of that path down. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just going to say what this guy knows about what's going on. Um, so I'm just... Ah, um, I'm here. I am not to be disturbed until the transfer is complete. <laughs> well, this is both deception and performance. In a way, I don't think either of those are about disguising your voice, though. So, um, I mean, you know, you, what, no, no, I've got an idea. You can here. make me roll both. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, are you trained in both? Are you sorry? Are you proficient in both deception and and performance? performance? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Let's have you roll. Let's have you roll deception with disadvantage. Ooh. Woof. This way we can do it in one roll. I got you. I got you. Okay, so first of all, the straight up die rolls were a 14 and a 19. (laughs) Not bad. Not bad. So that brings the total up to a 23. I don't know if that would be enough, but it was pretty good. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Arnis responds in a voice not entirely dissimilar from the king's. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, thanks. The guard, whoever they are on the other side of the door, replies back with, "Uh, Things are 
things are getting worse out here. Uh, the, the, uh, the elementals we had on standby uh, are out. And um, I don't think that they're who we want them to be. Let's just say there's, there's, there's a little, uh, there's a few fires. There's a little bit of flooding. There's a little bit of lightning and a little bit of ground shaking. I don't know if it will be safe for you in there. It's not so much out of concern for how you might be now, but how you might be soon. I can give you some time, but if the danger starts coming down here, I'll have to come in to protect you, to get you out of harm's way. I really have the urge to respond back, but I feel like I shouldn't. What would what would you say? My instinct is just the same. Well, just take care of that threat, then there won't be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> just make it not a problem. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> That's such a kingly thing to do. Make the problem not a problem. Right? Like, we'll just go deal with it, and then we won't have a problem. We'll see. I think I'm going to have to... I think I'm going to take a die here. And I will roll it each round. That's fair. And depending on how it comes up, we'll see how this, uh, we'll see what this guard wants to do. Maybe everything's under control. Maybe not. I don't know. That's for fate to decide. But for now, Vale, in whatever space this is that you and the king are sharing at the moment, things are certainly different. You certainly feel different. You don't feel connected to your body anymore. Like you still have your feeling of self. And that as you see yourself, like this is you, but there is a, there's a lightness to it. Being untethered from your body, being untethered from any body, but you stand here opposite the king. What is it you would like to do? We can get to the mechanics of how these things work, depending on what you want to do here. Cause if it's all just talky talk, but if there's action, then we'll get into it. Vale takes a second question when i came into this space or in the other space before the craziness happened i had my shadow blade active is that mm -hmm. active in this space Ooh, that is a good question that is a good question um i'm gonna say yes but if it goes away you won't be able to resummon it okay veil's arm is a shadow arm right now that's holding that blade but mm -hmm. even though it's not substantive like the hand actually does like clench the blade harder. Mm -hmm. Vale looks at the king and says, I don't know wherever the hell I am right now, but you're clearly still alive. That will not do. And walks up <laughs> to him and attempts to stab him with the shadow blade. Okay. Then let's, let's talk about mechanics here for a moment. You're not your body. You're a spiritual being right now. Mm -hmm. We're all made of stars here. Um, <laughs> as such, the physical limitations and the physical opposite of limitations, I don't know what that is. <laughs> a lot of those capabilities are different here, which is to say that things like strength, dexterity, constitution matter a whole lot less. So I'm going to... So we're going to do it this way here in this space where your soul and the king's soul are interacting. We'll deal with it on a more mental level. Your choice. 
do you want intelligence, wisdom, or charisma to be your main stat in here? Well, considering none of them are good, Scott. <laughs> um, I'll take charisma because it's the best of the worst. What's your bonus to charisma? Plus two. Oh, that's, a, that's actually pretty good. Because just as your abilities will be based on mental aptitude, you're not really attacking physical AC. Instead, we're using a different scale. In a more perfect world, this would be its own stat. But because we're dealing within the confines of D&D, we're using a mental stat of your choice. But also, this is just soul v. soul. So, so I guess think of it more as a tug of war. Being represented by stabbing a king with a shadow blade. For you, anyways. For the exterior world, they don't get to see that. They just see a light pulsing in Huracan's chest, right? So, when you roll, it's going to be against this static scale with four levels of success. A nat 20, still a crit, you'll still get the best benefit from that. But outside of that, anything eight or below, just automatic fail. It's not going to work will have some sort of consequences. Anything 17 or above, boom. You're going to get exactly what you wanted in terms of damage. Not like, I want to stab him so hard that uh, you consume his soul. Like That would be different. But as far as just attacking goes, anything in the middle, anything from 9 to 16, we'll get somewhere in between. You'll make some progress, but maybe he'll get something in on you. Maybe he will affect the outside world a little bit. Or maybe you'll just lose your grasp on, I don't know, like your, your metaphysical self. But that middle ground is still good. It'll still make progress. It just means more danger for you. Secondly, though, secondly, and more importantly, as this is a place with no physical sense of being, your hit points aren't going to work exactly the same either. Now, because out there in the real world, only your body was being attacked. We don't need to worry about your physical hit points while you're in here i mean you should um <laughs> if someone were to kill your body that would be bad but it may not directly impact you right away because you're not in your body but also since this is just your soul and not your physical body your hit points which we'll use to help represent this struggle between you and the king are half of your real world max which will be the same situation for the king you'll still get to deal your damage as usual so don't worry about that. Plus, also, as an aside, I know as the rogue, without a way to get sneak attack in, your damage is much reduced. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a magical way, but you've already clearly said that magic may not work the way intended. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, you can, you can use magic. The struggle that you have here with the king is just representative of what's happening between your souls. So you can definitely still try magic. But yeah, yeah. In a more perfect world, this would all be like a spirit or an essence stat, and we'd be attacking that directly, or we'd be attacking like soul directly. But I didn't want to get too crazy with this. I wanted to keep it at least similar to what we'd know. So, Veil, going forward to stab the king with your shadow arm. Go ahead and roll that d20, and then add in your, what was it, charisma? Yeah, uh, proficiency still counts for this, right? Charisma proficiency? Proficiency Wait, weapon in weapon. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Ooh, that is not factored in. What is your proficiency right now? Four or five? Five. That's what I thought. Hmm. I hadn't thought about proficiency. Let me, let me think. 
Joe to plus seven, which would, hmm. Well, one way or another, this needs to change because then the only way you could fail would be with crit fail. Everything else would be a mi- would be like in the middle ground. Um, how about how about we use half proficiency, just like we're using okay. half hit points? Then you can get a plus two. Plus two, okay. Yeah. So it'll be a plus four overall. Oh, that's fucking beautiful. That's a crit. <laughs> the huge yeah. long discussion. Very first thing you do is crit. <laughs> All right. So good. Roll your damage as you normally would. That's 19 damage. I'm not sure if it matters for the blade in this universe but, or in this world, but it's a uh, psychic. Damn. Yeah, actually, I think that will matter. Who boy, who boy, who boy. Okay. You stab into the king. In the vault, Darwin, Arnis, Ilana, everybody, you see a bit of blood start to trickle out of the king's mouth. Sorry. You see a bit of blood start to trickle out of the mouth of the king's body. Anything else fail? No, that's it. Okay. Next up is Ilana. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know what he wants to do. I was so focused on Vale, I wasn't thinking about it. I'm sorry. I think that's understandable. I know Iolana hasn't. You know what? That's the smart. Um, does anybody remember if I have popped my side blades yet? Yeah. Okay. I thought I had. I want to say you you spent your side points on invisibility. Mm-hmm, I um, remember that. And you may have boosted an attack. Yeah, I think I boosted. Uh, I think I boosted it up. No, I was going to, but I didn't because I didn't have the point or didn't have the points mm, for that turn because right. I used them for something else. So I'm going to have to go back and try and remember yeah. what I we spent later. Always um, just like I think, lop 10 off the top and say we're good. Oh, I think it's probably more like lop it in half at this point. Uh, um, oh, because I know I used some. several attacks too at really high levels. So okay. I'm just going to lop it in half and say I've got 32 left, which sounds about right. Sure. Anyway. And I'm going to use the full seven I can to pop the side blades and give them the plus four bonus that I can do. That's my bonus action and action. Okay. How long does that last? Uh, the bonus is like an hour, I think. Okay. Then, yeah, that's fine. I thought maybe we were going to start stabbing somebody right now, but... Uh, it's it's 10 minutes, so it's good to have in case someone comes to that door soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Yolanda? No, that's going to be it. Okay. There's I another... Mean- the hmm. king is bleeding. Could we deduce that, like, you don't have to answer this, Scott. I don't expect you to answer it. If the king is bleeding, could we deduce that if we kill him in the real world, he dies in the Matrix? <laughs> that is something to consider, I guess. So uh, just think about it. You don't have to do it now. Do what you did, because that's a smart thing to do. But I just, that just occurred to me. I don't know if it would occur to Arnis, but maybe if I saw him mm-hmm. suddenly weirdly start bleeding from mm-hmm. the mouth and nothing had happened to him. <laughs> so anyway that's just a thought continue scott i'm sorry mm-hmm. there's another pulse of light in the control implant in Horakon's chest as we go to the king having just been stabbed by a veil oh, he's none too pleased i mean he's none too pleased to be stabbed and he's also none too pleased to be like stopped midway through his plan <sighs> listen to me Vale, you don't know what you're doing. What I do is for the good of this land. The elves, Olbanir, that time has passed. 
And if we're to avoid chaos here, action is required. You shouldn't be here. You shouldn't have stopped me. Attempted to stop me. Hurakan's sacrifice will be remembered. He will be hailed as a hero. And when I emerge from the castle in his form, that sentiment, that praise, that loyalty will be combined with his sacrifice. And this world will be a better place. I can't hear him. No, you can't, unfortunately. <laughs> Otherwise, Arnis really would make those like, fake Because Vale's sass is far more in the stabbing arena. <laughs> I've been preparing for this moment for years now. And while my body may be failing out there, my mind is still as sharp as ever. And as he says this, the whole space seems to darken a little bit and there's just a glow about the king and he's going to he's going to reach a hand out to you and he's going to reach out one of his uh, uh, not one of his he's only got two hands scott he's only got two hands <laughs> he's going to reach out his more ethereal arm and it extends like an extra few inches longer than it would if it were bound to his physical body and his hand passes into your chest and I need you to make a saving throw based on that same stat as used for attack. That's a 13. Okay. So you'll take half of this. And you say it's still based off of our HP, right? Based off of your HP? Like, what do you mean? How I know when I'm dead or not. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. HP still matters. Yeah, it's just half. Um, I've already got that number. Yeah. So. yeah. And if you get back into your body, we'll worry about any and all transfer then. Or if you make it into the king's body, we'll worry about it then. Or if you make it into Huracan's body, we'll worry about it then. But <laughs> for now, while you're here. Oh, those are garbage rolls. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Who rolled a one, a one, and a two? This guy. <laughs> so half of that, well, plus his bonus. Um, half of that, Veil, take five damage. Can I have that with my uncanny dodge? Hmm. Let's say yes. Cool. So that's <laughs> three then, right? Uh, two. You round down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good for today. Okay. Wait, wait. Um, actually, quick question. Uncanny dodge works for any damage or does it have to be from an attack roll? No, that's evasion. I was like, you have, uh, okay. yeah, I was like, you have both. Right? Yeah. At this point, I have both. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. All right. Okay. The king passes his hand into Vale's chest, not causing quite as much damage as he had hoped. But again, Arnis, Darwin, Iolana, from the outside in the real world, you see Vale's body also start dripping a little bit of blood from the mouth. Not as much as the king's, to be fair, but some. And then the king, seeing that that was not as successful as he had hoped, takes just a small step back and... And you see the ethereal parts of his body begin to diffuse a little bit, like spread out. Arnis. Yeah? It's your turn. Whoever's on the other side of that big door there hasn't come in yet, thanks to your 
quick uh, impersonation of the king, which <laughs> it's got to be some kind of treason. But <laughs> um, I think we're <laughs> a little past worrying about that <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Just mild treason. <laughs> slight, <laughs> slight treason. It's treason adjacent. <laughs> Trees and light. light. <laughs> now with fewer calories. <laughs> this does not fall under parody use. So <laughs> anyway, what would you like to do? There's the question, really. I mean, okay. So I healed everybody and then I'm watching blood drip out of their mouths, but nothing else is happening, right? They're not moving at all. It's just blood coming out of their mouths. Right. They're not moving. They are still as statues. Okay. So, hmm, nobody's coming through the door. I don't need to heal anybody. I kind of want to just try to stab the king. Is that stupid? Is that a stupid move? I don't think so. But seeing that, like, they haven't moved and something clearly has happened and he's bleeding Someone's gotta try it. in the real world, <laughs> I kind of want to just try to stab him and see what happens. Someone's got to try it. Okay. All right, what are you what are you using? What are you doing? Arnis in the tried and true move is going to do something stupid. Um, <laughs> now this is just something that we don't know what's going to happen. It's experimental. Um, I have a dagger. Okay. So that's what I'm going to use. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try to stabby stab with a. Where are you stabbing the king? Is like most of his body like withered at this point. Mm-hmm. Most of it is oh, bone. Yeah. What about yeah. his like neck? I know that's really grody and like gruesome, but like like where does it kind of like stop? Or I don't does know. It? Like diagonally halfway, like the top of one side and the bottom of the other. But sure. I hadn't planned out every inch of his body. I'm sorry. That's fine. No, I <laughs> wouldn't have expected you to. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know uh, his cup size. My bad. <laughs> So you're going for flesh then. What does that mean? Yeah, I am. I feel like stabbing bone is going to be not effective at all. Okay. You'll roll with no, we don't know. We don't know for certain, of course, but mm-hmm. because we haven't actually done that. But like, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go for not bone. Okay, you'll roll with advantage. Okay. Don't double crit fail. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the front door. God damn you, Scott. One of those is a crit fail. <laughs> the, other the other one, the other one is a 15 on the die, um, okay, which yeah. makes it a 22. Yeah, you hit. Okay. Much damage, but it's still six damage. Okay. Let me see if he had any other physical damage that I need to bring over. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, my. He was already not in great shape from... I'm guessing from Iolana doing AOE attacks. <laughs> I think so. Or uh, Hammers of Inquisition or something like that. Mm-hmm. Probably. So yeah, you stab the king in the neck. The body doesn't react at all other than to bleed from the wound. Okay. Hmm. I just turn to everybody else in the room and go, uh, verdict's still out. I mean, it did something, <laughs> but I have no idea. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> it's a flesh wound. Mm-hmm. Quite literally. Is there anything else you'd like to do, Arnis? Uh, 
know. Okay. I don't think so. Well, until somebody has some bright ideas for Sam or Carolina, Sam's going to go over near Darwin and also prepare just in case anybody comes through that door. So Darwin and Sam, either side of the doorway, waiting to pounce on whoever might come in. Meanwhile, Carolina, feeling much healthier now thanks to Arnis, is going to start poking about the room. She definitely has her ears like cocked and turned to listen for danger, but there's a room full of stuff here, so she's going to take a look around, see if there's anything interesting. Darwin. Yes. What would you like to do? The noise on the other side of the door continues to escalate. Escalate? It's getting louder. Mm-hmm. More frantic. Frantic? Okay, okay. But it's just people trying... Could you... I'm sorry, could you describe the noise again? Yeah. <laughs> Initially described as panicked noises, as, say, I don't know, about a dozen elementals poured out of a holding cell in an unhappy fashion. Um... <laughs> has evolved into them taking out their frustrations on the palace and other people who might be in here. Okay, I got you. I got so you. you can hear the sounds of like rocks tumbling or like objects being thrown. Probably hear a few strikes of thunder through the wall. Got you. But we're surprisingly neutral on this. I mean, I am, I think. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bother me. Well, that's all other side of the door's problem right now. Exactly. <laughs> Let them handle it. But uh, if the jury's still out on attacking the king, then I think I'm just going to keep my defensive pose. Okay. Well, my I mean, offensive it, pose. It didn't not do something, but I don't know how much it actually helped. It was kind of satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's about all I know. <laughs> Well, that's true. Maybe I should get an attack on the king. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to attack the king while I have a chance. I might never okay. get this opportunity again, right? Think of it like a stress stat, like a stress ball, but a stress stat. Right? Mm. I wouldn't miss it. Okay. And if enough people take just small stabs into the king, then no one person is guilty. It's like a firing squad. <laughs> Full Caesar. Um, <clears throat> that worked out I mean, so well for them. It's regicide. Everybody is 100% all the guilty. <laughs> all right, Darwin. If you want to go attack the king, go ahead. You have advantage. Nice. Am I just, am I just stabbing here? Do I get a full attack? You can take as many attacks as you normally want to. I mean, if you want to do <laughs> one, two, three, four. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. With advantage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. It's a First. motionless body. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Uh, even So with advantage, I got a 17. I rolled low. Okay, that'll still hit. He's still frail. Okay, for 17 damage? Holy hell. All right. I'm going to take my second attack. Uh, 21. Oh, to hit. Yes, that hits. Yes, to hit. To hit. Sorry. 12 damage. Mm-hmm. And no key point, I don't think. But I will okay. punch. Nah. Oh, hey, I crit. <laughs> nice. On the punch. All right. Roll that damage. 13. Pretty low crit. All right. The king's body has taken a beating. Darvin, where have you been striking the king? 
Are you um, hitting bone? Are you hitting flesh? Just flavor here. Don't worry about how it affects the damage. I think I would have seen RNS target flesh, and I would have realized I would have seen the smartness in that idea. <laughs> you just going for the face and the neck area, or are you going after that fleshy arm too? Um, probably more the face and neck. I guess now must be a good time to mention that Darwin must be limber. He's kicking faces with accuracy. Right. Jump kicks too. Yeah, I'm a, I'm spinning heel kicks. <laughs> sure. You slice up his face and pop him a good one with the fist. The body, again, does not react. There's no, it is not exhibiting any indicators of pain, but blood is just pouring down from these face wounds. Gosh. You guys are mean. Dude, this guy's a dick. So, yeah, maybe, but no. <laughs> he is utterly defenseless at the moment. But He's sure. also the worst. Um, let's see how that guard on the other side of the door is doing. See if he, see if he thinks it's time to bust in here. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you bought a round, Arnis. That was a very valuable round. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take one that, round. That meant you got to do stuff to the king, and nothing happened to, say, Purikon's body or Vale's body. Yeah, I was basically just rolling a d6 with that guy. He rolled a six, so it's time I come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hear the voice from the other side of the door. Your Majesty, I'm sorry, but things are just getting worse out here. And if anything were to happen to me, couldn't bear to know that you were that you weren't being defended. We have to get you someplace safe. <laughs> and on the other side of the door, you hear a lot of like latches being turned, lots of kachunks. You're like a slight magical powering down of something. And very slowly, this huge door gets pushed open and you see the fire giant from the bathroom. Lots of plate mail on. A few dings. few scratches. But they open the door and then they see just the lot of you. And before they get a chance to react, Sam jumps right on their back. Because he... Sam has latched onto the armor, but has been unable to get any claws or teeth in through it or around it. And this giant is just confused and angry and worried. The hell is going on? Your majesty, who are all these other people? Would anybody care to respond? Arnis. I feel like anything I say at this point is going to be so, like, seen as a lie. Just because, like, I'm literally holding a dagger with blood on it. Mm -hmm. Standing in front of a king who's super bloody. And mm -hmm. so, so all I'm going to say is like as he busts in sam jumps on him mm -hmm. is just uh we're helping <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> which is not to say who we're helping <laughs> or what we're helping <laughs> we're we're helping <laughs> i'm such an asshole and i'm loving it so much right now. <laughs> Good for you. Well, Lieutenant General Razai is none too pleased with your uh, behavior and your tone and the blood pouring from the king. We will worry about that shortly. 
as we go to Vale, back in this spiritual place, this metaphysical place. After the king began diffusing his form, he has been wounded. Like, you've definitely gotten a good stab on him. But he now just appears to be taking up more space. His legs and one of his arms just spread out a little bit, taking up a little bit more space here. What would you like to do? Vale's going to start by talking, which is not something they do, but he's pushed a button. Vale points their shadow blade at him and says... You say you've been preparing this for this moment for two years. Or four years. Long. Not, sorry, four years. Not for a number of years, but he just said four years. Like, <laughs> F-O-R you years. You say... Okay, I'll, I'll start again. Uh, Vale's going to point their shadow blade at him and say, You say you've been preparing for this moment for years. I have been preparing for this moment in one way or another my entire life. I was raised in the darkness... As a member of the denouement, I have killed without passion, and I have killed out of anger. I had no desire to ever interact with any royal until I witnessed the abominations that were sanctioned by you and Earl. Your name has been on my blade since that date, and I have had practice, for I have killed by my own hand the leader of Karami, and Earl Earl himself. I dragged myself out of Coram's realm with the sole purpose of destroying everything that has created the evil in this world that led to the changelings of Earl being enslaved. And for the first time ever, I will take pure joy out of ending you. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close, but the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at dibbermusic.com and on Twitter at dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrim.